0: Hello, Hello,欢迎来到 Mandarin Slang Guide, MSG, the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Josh Ogden-Davis, bringing you that delicious Chinese slang that's not in your textbook. Okay, today's show is a long one, but trust me, it's worth it. The guest is Wan Ying, a freelancer and very accomplished podcast host who is fascinating and really fun to talk to. We covered a lot of topics about food and Harry Potter and racial identity and whether or not MSG is a racist name for a podcast and lots of other stuff. But if you don't want any of that, if you want to skip straight to the slang, you can skip to the timestamp. 1942. But I would encourage you to listen to the whole thing if you have the time. It'll be worth it. So, without further ado, here's Wan Ying. Wan Ying, who are you and what do you do?
1: I guess I'm a human being. I'm sorry. I. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> it all makes so much sense now.
1: I, I say I'm a podcaster for now, yeah. and a museum enthusiast, Harry Potter fan.
0: Yeah, so uh, you are, to my knowledge, Tongshu. at the same time, developing two different podcast audiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a podcast called Muse- Museology?
1: A museologue.
0: Museologue. There you go.
1: Yeah, m- Museologue. It's a very uh, snobby name in French, ah. because <laughs> when I started this podcast, I was living in Quebec, uh-huh. and... I do speak French, so I felt like Musilog is very uh, accurate in translation, so that's why I chose this name. Of course, you can just call it 博物志 now. I I go most of the time by its pinyin yeah. name.
0: Yeah, 博物志 wu 博物 meaning museum, and 志 is actually the same 志 that's in Tong 同志, right?
1: Yeah, but it also means 日志, which is log.
0: Ah, so it's the museum log.
1: Exactly. You know, museums are not only those institutions about art, about history, about dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, you have planetariums. Right. They are museums too. Yeah. Zoos, they are technically museums too. Hmm. Uh, so that's one of these main concepts I'm trying to convey to our listeners that you just try not to only think about fine arts when you think about museums. It's not only that.
0: What effects have you seen of that? Have you come into contact with people who change their mind about what a oh. museum is? And, and
1: If you can only give me five hours of your sh- running time, and <laughs> I'll read you all the <laughs> emails <laughs> coming from my listeners.
0: But you also do a podcast about Harry Potter, which surprised me.
1: It surprised a lot of people, I know. <laughs> but I just... I just might be the biggest Potterhead. Well, Chinese-speaking, Chinese Potterhead you might come across. Mm -hmm. I have been reading Harry Potter since I was 13, and Mm -hmm. I have been uh, binging all seven books every year. Wow. I read them in English, in French, in Chinese. I listen to the audiobooks in (laughs) English and French. I owe my English learning experience and achievements if there's any to Harry Potter Mm. and uh, all my knowledge about the English culture comes from Harry Potter.
0: If everything you learned about British culture comes from Harry Potter I have some very sad news for you. Yeah
1: I know I know I can only
0: (laughs) there's no actual magic there that part that part of the books is fake I don't know if if that came through
1: uh, for you. Yeah, well, that's a sad truth.
0: What's your angle when you talk about Harry Potter for a Chinese audience? What angle do you come at it from? Because like you mentioned, so many people are doing Harry Potter yeah. programs. How does Wang Ying fit into this?
1: I spend a lot of time and energy into translation, mm. correcting or verifying uh, the current existing Chinese transla- translation of Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Because you can only imagine how hard and sometimes impossible (laughs) it is to translate all those (laughs) curses, spells, uh, those magical artifacts into a language that's using a different system of language. So I started to read Harry Potter in English at the fourth book. At the time, I realized how much information was lost in translation. And those Chinese uh harry potter readers who are absolutely porter heads. if they don't read in english mm-hmm. they won't realize how much fun they have lost if they they're missing out so my show i really sometimes uh take the time to focus on that one i'll tell people uh in this chapter what you have missed
0: can you give us a taste of that can you give us a, a an example <laughs> of something that doesn't make the cut into chinese
1: Oh, there are a lot of jokes, uh, <laughs> because you have those, all those cursing words in British English. Uh-huh. Uh, that's very, very British. Right. Uh, bloody owl. Right. Yeah. All kinds of mates, all kinds of, uh, uh, galloping gorgos. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> things like this. The most of the time, they're only translated into Tina. Oh. Ah much more simplified yeah Yeah,
0: a lot of the words depend on the sound of the english word to make sense or the humor of it is in the sound of the word and when you translate the word it's a different word it doesn't have the same sound it's almost impossible to to make it work but here's the thing Mm wanying there's so many incredible things that you do but when i talked to you about coming on mandarin slang guide the topic you chose was food (laughs) why (laughs) why was that
1: i okay if i stopped or harry potter podcast or ha- harry Booker now mm-hmm. the next two projects i i might go carry on should be becoming a food youtuber or mm. a beauty guru on youtube
0: beauty <laughs> guru My okay there's so many sides to Wang Ying i didn't know about
1: <laughs> yeah but anyway food food yes People, food, yeah. that's important.
0: Food kind of holds a pride of place within Chinese culture, right? It's something that Chinese people often brag about. It's something that Chinese people talk about uh, in their own culture. of
1: Maybe sometimes too much, yes. Well,
0: I didn't say that. Your words, not mine. Um, <laughs> but why do you think food is so central to Chinese culture?
1: Well, I would say it's central in every culture. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But in China, like you said, people Chinese people are really proud of few things like food mm. are 5,000 years of history, right. which, you know, mostly just 3,000 years. But, and, Once again, uh, your word's not mine. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, that's my word. I can, yeah, I vouch for that. Coming back to food, I think it's just uh, really, because China is so big, uh, where there's people they will make their <laughs> efforts to make food taste better. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have been doing that for thousands of years. Inside China, people already are fighting for which which Chinese food <laughs> is the best one. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, right?
0: The different cultures inside of China. Can be very different from each other, and the climates are different, the habits are different, and the foods are very different. Absolutely, like, yes. Like Cantonese people traditionally or stereotypically can't eat spicy food, and so Sichuan food is pretty much entirely covered in peppercorns mm-hmm. or in uh, in chilies or stuff like that.
1: That's a misconception, though. Really, Sichuan food is not only about spicy food. Actually, if you go to a real deal tr- traditional Sichuan restaurant, mm-hmm. only I'd say 40 percent dishes are are red
0: Ah, all right yeah
1: there are a lot of uh, traditional Sichuan sweets and mm. veggies and that's there's nothing hot in them so ah. yeah maybe
0: so I've been to Sichuan a few times and mm. every time I go people always try to feed me a lot of spicy food so maybe I'm getting a sampling error right because that's the stereotype of Sichuan food so maybe when I go there people think oh a foreigner we got to give them Yes. That experience.
1: yes, of course. I'd say that people are trying to impress you with that. <laughs> like if I have friends coming to Nanjing, where I live currently, yeah. for the first few days, I will, of course, lead them to all those local, typical, maybe stereotypical Nanjing restaurants. right? And after those first two days, okay, now it's time <laughs> we taste around a little bit more.
0: That also speaks to the way that food can play into or support not only national pride, but also regional pride for Mm -hmm. different regions within China. We are recording on the day after Thanksgiving, 2019. Uh And so this is a day that most people in America are thinking about turkey. They're thinking about casserole. They're thinking about their mom's or their grandma's or their grandpa's good old home cooking. What's good old home cooking in China? Is there some sort of equivalent? is there something that most chinese people can kind of agree on is the the the, the down
1: home food Nope, you cannot you, you just simply cannot uh, say one food for all chinese people that's just impossible but i think for those people living above qingling huaihe the line of the qingling mountain and huai river mm-hmm. uh, which is a very important geographic uh, division for china mm-hmm. Mm, people living north of this line mm-hmm. jiaozi is very important for them mm. it's even becoming an internet meme
0: really how yeah. so
1: whatever the occasion is whatever holiday whatever just 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 have jiaozi just <laughs> don't even think about it jiaozi is the thing
0: yeah Hi, it's Josh from the editing room. I just realized we didn't explain what jiaozi are. And that's because this word jiaozi is so ubiquitous. You hear it so much when talking about food in China that I almost think of it as an English word, but it's not. What jiaozi means in English is dumplings. Jiaozi is dumplings. And now that you know what we're talking about, let's get back to the show.
1: Jiaozi is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know the 24 jieqi, uh, I don't even know how to say that in English. It's uh, something, 24节气.
0: the 24 jieqi, the 24, they're like little holidays or little, not yeah. really festival days, but no, no. Um, that commemorate the the passing of the seasons Time. or the shading <laughs> of the seasons. Yes.
1: And uh, people use in rural China, people use this 24 jieqi to mark their next steps in farming. Right, yeah. So, anyway. Every 节气, you eat 饺子。So
0: every two weeks, you have to eat Zi, no matter what.
1: <laughs> yeah, what are we eating today, mom? 饺子 like that. So so that's why it's already becoming a meme. Yeah. But in the north of China, things can get very wild. And every region has their own comfort food. Mm. Uh, it's just really different. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget uh, in Xinjiang, Tibet and Xinjiang, mm-hmm. uh, the Uyghur region, mm-hmm. of course, they eat absolutely different oh, yeah. uh, from Han people. so Yeah, it's
0: a completely different culture. Mm-hmm. So I am excited to dive into these Five thousand year old uh, <laughs> Chinese slang words that have to do with food oh. with you the, the the closet foodie. But before we do that, mm-hmm. um, the only time I've, I've ever met you face to face was at pod. Uh, sorry, what is it? Was at Podfest oh, in, in Shanghai a few weeks ago, and you mentioned something to me then that I had not considered about the name of this show MSG. Mm-hmm. Um, you brought it up to me that it might be considered racist in some ways. Could you elaborate on that?
1: Sure. Uh, you know MSG syndrome?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's the misconception that MSG gives you headaches or gives you cancer or… Uh, yeah,
1: things like that. Yeah. And they are just directly link- linked to Chinese restaurants, right? Right, yeah. Mostly in the U.S. culture, of course. And yeah. that's, simply put, racist. And uh, because MSG is widely used in all kinds of food, mm-hmm. uh, especially in processed food, but people would pick out MSG specifically against the Chinese restaurants, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I used to work at a restaurant, a Japanese restaurant, actually, in Montreal. I was uh, a waitress there. And uh, sometimes we get we get guests asking, do you use MSG? And even... <laughs> <laughs> one of my coworker uh, another waiter he's a native uh, Montreal and he does not really know about MSG and uh, we had a heated discussion over this mm. <laughs> basically if you taste umami in food that's mm-hmm. MSG it's just yeah. a natural am- it's just natural MSG coming from the food that yeah. you're tasting and yeah. your body can this kind of uh I don't know how to say that. So it won't kill you. It will, it will make you thirsty. It will make you want to drink more water if you take, if you, if you are overdosing MSG. But, and I would recommend our listeners to go ahead and watch Ugly Delicious by David Chang on Netflix. He has one episode, uh, where he elaborated on this matter, MSG. But again, 不知者不醉。if you don't know, we don't blame you. Right. But now you know. Yeah. Just try (laughs) not to point your fingers against Chinese restaurants over MSG. Granted, we do use a lot of MSG in China, inside China. Oh, yeah. Because it tastes good. Yeah. It's an easy, fast, and cheap way to make things taste good. And Chinese people do not refuse those kind of methods, I'd say. In Every way. Yeah. We try to cut short. <laughs> <laughs> well so... it's
0: it's important to note that it's not just Chinese people who rely on these great seasonings to make stuff taste good, like potato chips, pretty much any mm-hmm. um snack food in the US that has any sort of savory or salty flavor to it. It has MSG exactly. in it.
1: Exactly. Thank you. Yeah.
0: And second It had never occurred to me that MSG might be a racist name. Uh, Obviously, I know that MSG is associated with Chinese food, right? Because I chose it as the name for a Mm -hmm. Chinese language podcast. But I guess I'd sort of assumed that we were over this by now, that we had had (laughs) gotten past these misconceptions. And the MSG syndrome idea is something that Chinese Americans deal with or Chinese abroad deal with. But it's not something that Chinese people in China deal with because
1: yeah exactly right? yes that's very interesting yes
0: so i have a lot of chinese friends and i have a lot of american friends i don't have a lot of chinese american friends so i was not at all sensitive to the way in which people who had grown up in the west or had spent a long time in the west would come up against that mm-hmm. it it was it was a complete blind spot for me so uh, after watching ugly delicious and and doing a little bit of research I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna change the name of the show or not.
1: No, please don't. It's oh. an excellent name. You you should have remembered that I congratulated <laughs> you first on finding this excellent yeah. name. And I know, I just know that you mean no harm whatsoever. And it's just it might it might ring a slight bell, a little a tiny teeny weeny bell in some people's right. head. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't think that should be a problem. Like if we can just we simply cannot leave that delicate and uh, you have mentioned that um, this is not a problem for most Chinese people and I haven't lived that long abroad Mm. either so for me all these racist uh, ideas come very new to me Mm -hmm. and I have never really lived as a minority so I was so comfortable living in Canada I've never felt discriminated against Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have yeah. never thought I was less than anybody else. in it just beca- if, if that because I'm a Chinese, no, 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 nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And I have talked uh, over this with my CBC, Canadian-born Chinese friends. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they grew up under this shadow of hmm. worrying being less of a person, mm-hmm. being looked upon by other people. And yeah. that's just... Not in my head whatsoever growing up in China, people in China discriminate each other on other things, <laughs> not because they're Chinese because everybody's Chinese here, right yeah, mm. that we, we could have another episode on this topic though, yeah because it's could, yeah. uh we can elaborate so much on this one yeah yeah
0: i I, I want to bring another perspective before we get off of this, and I'll probably cut this out of the episode. It might be an extended cut at some point, but mm-hmm. we talked about the fact that that you grew up as a Han Chinese in China. And so you were the, yeah. the default. You, there no, there was no one. There was no media. There was nothing that was making you feel like you were not the mainstream or that you were less than. And I grew up as a white guy mm-hmm. in America. So it's the same situation mm-hmm. for me. And that conversation we had was one of the first times that I started to think of the ways in which being Han in China can be similar to being white in America, in that everything is sort of geared towards you. It's, it's very rare to see a movie or to listen to something or to see like an official document and feel like, oh, this is not for me. Mm. This is the culture of my country, but I'm sort of an outsider to it. I, I sometimes joke that I think that most Americans should be required to live in a country where, <laughs> <laughs> where you know, a, a country aside from America and a country aside from Europe, where um, you're constantly confronted with the reality of not being the person that the system is designed for. Like every time we have to do any sort of paperwork or interact with with the state in any way, there's this entire system, and we're an afterthought. I've, I've never been the afterthought. I've always been the main course.
1: It's fun, isn't it?
0: <laughs> well, it's fun. It's fun if you can go home, right? It's fun if there's that place that you can go back to being the mainstream. If you're from this country and you are the afterthought, that is a whole bag of stuff that, for better or worse, it seems like you or I will never have to deal with because we are from the mainstream of our countries.
1: Well, okay, I take that back. I said it's fun because the more you know, right? right? I have to admit that I was one of those uh, very, quote-unquote, normal Chinese uh, kids Mm -hmm. growing up being so proud of Chinese culture. Oh, my God, we are the best country in the world. Like, yeah. And the more I know about other cultures, other countries, other people, the more I feel like we're just the same, yeah, which which we're just basically the same, yeah, so so your listeners i I really look forward to people studying Chinese, getting fluent in Chinese, coming to China, live here, and realize, okay, we're basically the same. <laughs> yeah
0: thank you for that wonderful segue, because this is the part of the show where we start diving into slang. We have Ooh. four different slang words um uh, and let's go through them one by one sure. and um go through how we use them and then we'll go through the conversation at the end. All right, so the first one is chuhua truehua what what is a chuhua what does that mean?
1: it's basic it basically means foodie mm-hmm. uh someone who really loves to eat can control themselves. In front of food, a food enthusiast—you might say, uh, "吃货," foodie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and this, um, these two characters are fascinating because mm-hmm. "吃" means eat, mm-hmm. and "货" means a product or goods. Yeah. Um. So how do how do these two words come together to mean a foodie?
1: <laughs> well, uh, actually, when we were uh, uh, when we were discussing over our script. Mm-hmm. I said to you that I don't really like this word. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's worthwhile of, uh, to mention this word in the show because it's really very widely used. Yeah. That uh, it's a very popular word. You have to know it in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, 吃霍. But, uh, personally, I don't like it because mm-hmm. huo, uh, as you've said, uh, it means, it literally means product, mm-hmm. goods. But, uh, in, uh, everyday speaking chinese language it's not a very good word right to refer a person
0: yeah you're referring you, to you a could person say as goods or as an as an object literally objectifying somebody yeah
1: yes 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 zhege 这个, this person mm-hmm. uh you can you can just say oh. and it's more right it's more used in uh some regions than other like, mm-hmm. in my own dialect, mm-hmm. in the Hubei Hunan language, mm-hmm. 这货 is very widely used, and it's not that insulting, mm-hmm. I would say it's not a direct insulting word. it's just a it's just a slang for 这货 means chin nahua
0: I want to emphasize what you just said there, so 人 is person. Mm-hmm. And huo is goods or objects. So you're saying that in some parts of China, it's common parlance to yeah. just, replace the, just replace the word ren with the word huo. Yeah. So to say, oh, this thing or th- this one yeah, or yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have
1: come up with that too. Zhi uh, huo, I think, uh, it's uh, better translating to this one. Shi huo means the eating one.
0: Yeah, the, the one that eats is the chu, huo, yeah. the eater. I'm an eater
1: the perfect translation.
0: We did it. <laughs> we solved Chinese. 5,000 years later, wash your hands, go home, we did it. All right, so how do I use 吃货 in a sentence? Give me a 吃货 sentence.
1: 我就是个吃货啊。I just love to eat.
0: Yeah, 我就是个吃货。So mm. the was is me, Joe. Uh, here is just sort of emphasizing. Yes. I could say, 我是个吃货。I mm. am a 吃货。But the jiu just emphasizes it. Mm. 我就是个吃货。I
1: am a foodie. I'm just a foodie.
0: Yeah, sometimes I translate jiu as just. Yeah. I'm just a foodie. Yeah. Yeah, so, 我是个吃货。他是个吃货。这个吃货。这个吃货。Yeah. Oh, uh, 这个吃货 means, Ah, oh, this foodie. Mm. This guy. Mm-hmm. This eater. Huh. It's sort of a, a joking way to – if you see someone eating too much or you see someone spending too much money on food, mm-hmm. you can just sort of uh, sarcastically say, ah, this yep. foodie. All right. So that's 吃貨. The next one is one that uh, dives a little bit deeper into um, <laughs> traditional Chinese culture and medicine and, and thinking about the body. And it's 上火. 上 meaning up or on and 火 meaning fire. Um, so how, what does 上火 mean?
1: I don't know how to explain this one. This one is... Okay, in traditional Chinese medicine system, Mm -hmm. uh, you know the core of the system is that you have yin and yang in your body. Mm -hmm. You have to maintain the balance. Ah. If you lose the balance of yin and yang, Mm -hmm. you get sick. Mm -hmm. All sickness, all kinds of sickness Mm -hmm. comes down to the imbalance of yin and yang. That's the core of Chinese medicine system.
0: Yeah, it's very similar to, the, in the in Europe, they had the system of humors. They thought the body had four humors in mm-hmm. them, which were, yes, what, was that, yes, like, yes. Uh, black bile, sì yellow zhion. bile, blood, yeah. and what was the last one? Phlegm or urine, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever uh, y- it was. Y-yu-chi.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one in Chinese. I don't know how to yeah. say that in English. It's a
0: similar yeah. system. They just sort of boil everything down to these basic components. In the <laughs> yeah. West, it's the humors, and in China, it's yin and yang. Uh,
1: thank you for... Coming up with this excellent uh, explanation.
0: I'm all about context.
1: So so yin is uh, shadow, cold, chilly, feeling. Yang is heat, Mm -hmm, hot, mm -hmm. uh, bright, Mm -hmm. uh, the sun. uh, All those words you can connect to yang. And shang huo, probably I can say that it means the yang part in your body is overshadowing the yin part. Yeah. <laughs> you have an imbalance of yin and yang. Yeah. Uh, you have too much heat in your body. Right. I don't know if we have lost our audience now, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll
0: edit it down. I'll, I'll find the core. It doesn't matter.
1: No, don't worry. I, I'm just, I was just <laughs> joking. Uh, people, please, this is very important if you want to live in China. Yeah. People will... Oh, man, yeah. Your your kind Chinese friends will remind you, do not eat too much of a certain kind of food because they will make you shanghua. If you have shang <laughs> huo you will have all kinds of symptoms like <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you you have pimples yeah. you have uh, ulcers right is this, is that a word? yeah 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 uh you'll have uh your eyes will be bloodshot mm-hmm. uh those are just those little uh, insignificant symptoms if you keep mm-hmm. keep if you keep shang mm-hmm. huo you will have a lot of more uh, serious diseases to which I call bullshit. Because I do not believe in traditional Chinese medicine because they are based on philosophy right. instead of science. So, but what can I say? Just people, people just people just believe in it.
0: But yeah, a lot of the symptoms that are associated with shanghua are things that are associated with irritation, right? Yes, like pimples, um, bloodshot eyes, ulcers, um, heartburn. Or um, yeah. indigestion are often associated with Shanghua. Mm-hmm. And that sort of makes sense from an empirical standpoint because the foods that are associated with making you shanghua are often things like spicy peppers, right? Mm-hmm. Irritants mm-hmm. that might irritate your body and produce these symptoms. Yeah, so let's put Shanghua into a sentence. Mm-hmm. Um I will say a couple sentences and you tell me if I can if I can say this. Sure. Um Wa Shanghua La.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, nice, nailed it. 我上火了, means I have eaten too much of the 上火 food, and now I am experiencing 上火 symptoms. Yep. It could be pimples, it could be indigestion, it could be whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you, I'm just saying I have some 上火 symptoms. Yeah.
1: The, the trick is to blame everything on 上火. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so could I say 吃辣椒会上火? Ding! Nice. That I'm works. 2 for 2. Yeah. <laughs> so, 吃 is eat. La is spicy peppers. Hui mm-hmm. will. Shang get on the fire. So, chue la hui eat spicy peppers you will get on fire <laughs> or something. <laughs> All right. Nice, nice, nice. So that's shang Uh okay, we got two more to go. Yep. Let's blaze through them. Um the third one is an expression that you use to explain the feeling of being very very full what is that Chong la chong la
1: Chong
0: what does chong mean outside of a food context
1: uh overly stuffed ah bursting of some kind of uh stuffing yeah yeah
0: so like in English <laughs> if you would say i'm stuffed I'm about to burst open in Chinese that would be what exactly.
1: I'm so full I'm going to Bursting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it,
0: yeah. 我撑了. I also love the expression, 我撑死了.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, it literally means I'm stuffed to death.
0: I'm stuffed to death. Yeah, you can add okay. Usually after some verbs, you can add another word to explain the extent to which you are that verb mm-hmm. or you are that adjective. So 我撑死了. Mm-hmm. I am stuffed to death.
1: Or you can say 我撑坏了. I'm stuffed to malfunction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huai meaning broken. So, what, 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 I've never heard that before, but I like it. Mm. Okay. So, that's cheng mm. And the last one is one of the phrases uh, <laughs> that you will hear most often in China. And it is.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I cannot
1: even. 多喝熱水. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. 多喝热水, so 多 is much or more, mm-hmm. 喝 is drink, 热 is hot or warm, mm-hmm. and shui is water, so more drink warm water or drink more warm water, 多喝熱水. So why is 多喝热水 one of the most common Chinese phrases to the extent ah. that we can't say it without laughing?
1: Ah, you know, in Chinese restaurants, You will never... Well, it's very hard for you to get a glass of cold water or iced water. Right. Yeah. It's just uh, incredible, unbelievable in Chinese people's minds to drink (laughs) icy cold water. My parents freak out every time when they see me (laughs) drink water with ice floating in it. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It's it's abso- it's this is absolutely true reaction from my parents. Oh yeah. Because okay, the reason still it goes down to yin and yang. Mm. Uh because inside your body is warm, mm-hmm. you have to drink Uh, water that's of the similar temperature of the inside of your body, so it would not irritate your system. You will not sacrifice your precious body heat to heat up this water. Because if we lose that little bit of body
0: heat, (laughs) what are we going (laughs) to do?
1: Exactly. So actually, it, it means多喝 lukewarm water. Right, yeah, 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 You have to drink more lukewarm water. Yeah, of course, we do not recommend you drinking boiling water. That would be suicidal. Right. And in restaurants, if I ask for a glass of cold water or even iced water, I often get uh, sideways looks from the, visit, uh, mm-hmm. from the waiters. Yeah. Like, What's wrong with this person? Especially in winter, you know. Oh yeah, because
0: uh. you gotta 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 hoard that body heat in winter. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, when I ask for cool water or ice water, nobody bats an eye. Because the theory is the teacher is different. <laughs> the teacher <laughs> is like the composition of the body or constitution is different. So for foreigners, it's okay. For foreign foreign bodies yeah. can take it, but Chinese bodies can't take it. That's the general idea for why foreigners. Um are okay drinking room temperature water or or ice water, whereas if you're Chinese, mm-hmm, you must mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's also racist. I have to add Chinese people can be very racist sometimes everybody can and uh yeah and but also, I think it's because you're living in Shanghai mm-hmm. It's the most yangtze city in China and uh, <laughs> yangtze the means like
0: foreign flavor, Yangtze foreign yeah. flavor yeah it's the most foreign city yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so uh the restaurants are used to uh those strange clienteles mm-hmm. asking for cold water <laughs> strange in, clienteles who's racist what? now <laughs> uh, quote-unquote strange quote, unquote, yeah okay <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and is also a meme used against those inconsiderate Boyfriends. What? Have you heard of this one? Um, well,
0: what I know about dual harushwe is that it is uh, commonly prescribed as a remedy for almost anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like yeah. if you if you have a cold, if you have a stomach ache, if you feel sad or whatever. No matter what's wrong with you, if you tell that to someone who who's elderly, fifty or sixty or seventy. Oh, I just called fifty elderly. I'm <laughs> in I'm in deep shit with my mom. <laughs> the prescription is almost always. Like it will solve any problem. Yeah. But what are you talking about for, for boyfriends?
1: It, those, those inconsiderate straight guy boyfriends, ser- stereotypical uh, boyfriends who don't know how to take care of you, who don't know how to comfort you, who don't know how to, you know, of course, it's wrong. It's just out there on the Internet. Mm -hmm. That I am crying in desperate tears, complaining some kind of shit in my life to my boyfriend, hoping that he would hug me Uh and comfort me and Mm -hmm. try to turn things around. And all I get from him is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <That's>,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the cure-all. That's the
1: scenario. <laughs> yeah. Or I don't know how to comfort you. I, I am so introvert that I can only express my affection, my concern to you by saying <laughs> <laughs> when somebody says, right. says that to you, it means they genuinely care about you <laughs> in a way. At
0: least they want to try to help yeah, you, right? Yeah, but yeah, they yeah, just yeah. don't know how. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my god, we have triggered so many people in this episode.
0: <laughs> Bring it. There's no such thing as bad press. <laughs> I think they know that we come from a, we come from a good place. Yes. We're not trying to, to get down on anybody. But yeah. Alright, so I think we got all these words, and these words are... I'm going to quiz you on these words.
1: <laughs> I'm bringing out my CCTV news anchor voice on this one.
0: Welcome to CCTV 300 the Chinese quiz show. Today our guest is Wan Ying. Wan Ying. We have four questions for you today. If you get all four correct, you get to 多喝热水. So the first question is, how would I say foodie in Chinese?
1: Foodie in Chinese means 吃货.
0: Ah, correct. Ding, 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 ding. Next question. How would I say, having consumed an excess of fire-causing foods such as peppers, oil, or oranges, such that the yang in my body is overpowering the yin, causing symptoms such as ulcers, indigestion, pimples, or bloodshot eyes.
1: That one was so long that I'm not going to repeat. But the word is shanghuo.
0: Shanghuo. Correct. That's two correct answers with two to go. Wan Yin, how would I say? I have eaten and am completely stuffed. Cheng la. Cheng very good Wan Ying. We have one more question for you. If you 上火, what should you do?
1: You should 多喝熱水.
0: Wonderful. If you have a stomach ache, what should you do?
1: You should also 多喝熱水.
0: If you are feeling sad, what should you do?
1: Needless to say, you should 多喝熱水.
0: If you lost your job, what should you do?
1: Guess what? You should 多喝熱水.
0: okay so <laughs> <laughs> excellent, so those are the four words and now let's string them together into a conversation. How do you feel about that?
1: Let's go 你真的是个吃货你吃什么了? Oh, that was excellent that went so well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so let's go through this line by line. Uh, give me the first line, and I'll run through it word by word.
1: 哎呦,我吃撑了。Yeah,
0: that ayo is kind of a, oh my goodness, it's sort of expressing distress or surprise. Ayo, mm-hmm. and then 我吃撑了。I eat stuffed. 我吃成了. Nice. And the next line. ni 你吃什么了? chuhua. Ni is you. 真的 is really. Though actually, I have a feeling that this is a, an Englishism, right? You don't use 真的 as much in Chinese as you do in English?
1: Yeah, well, actually, we would say
0: Ah, you wouldn't have the 的 in there. Mm-hmm. 你真是个吃货。is
1: mm-hmm. 你真是个吃货。ah,
0: 你真是个吃货。you. 真 is real or here. Really. ge R-A 你真是个吃火, you really are a foodie, 你真是个吃火, and then 你吃什么了, you eat what, 你吃什么了, the 了 making it the past tense, asking what did you eat, if I don't have the 了, 你吃什么, I could be asking what do you want to eat, or what do you usually eat, mm-hmm. but the la on the end is analogous to past tense, but really it's implying completion, so what have you finished eating, 你吃什麼了? and i replied 火鍋. 火鍋. i love this word it's literally fire pot. fire pot. i have had fire pot but it means hot pot <laughs> which is you get that the little pot of boiling oil that you dip your meats and vegetables into and eat it and especially in sichuan there's lots of different kinds of huo
1: Oh all over china i have to say. Yeah i can i can easily name you 20 kind of huo right now.
0: 20. I I can do maybe 4. Uh-huh. 20? Uh-huh. That's a lot. Yeah. So any kind of thing where the food is served to you raw essentially and yeah. there is a pot of boiling substance. It could be oil or water or what else?
1: You you can have porridge. Uh you can have soy milk. You can you have soy milk huo guo.
0: Soy milk hot
1: pot? Yeah. You have coconut water huo guo?
0: Oh, I've had that before, yeah.
1: Yeah, you have that one. You have uh tomato soup huo guo?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I think I've had that before too.
1: Yeah, so I've
0: just forgotten <laughs> I've forgotten all the whole that I've had. But the yeah. most popular, the most famous, the most stereotypical kind of huo guo is yeah, Sichuan huo guo, which is yeah. extremely spicy because it's it's you're cooking it in oil essentially and there's lots of uh, peppercorns or or chilies in there. So
1: Although we don't have cheese fondue.
0: Yeah, cheese except for like close to Mongolia, cheese isn't really a thing here, is it?
1: It's not a thing, yeah. Uh, in Inner Mongolia and in Xinjiang, people do, uh, and also in uh, xizang Tibet, people do mm. consume a lot of cheese or mm. dairy products. But cheese fengju is not a thing in China. Although mm. we still call it nai lao huo guo. Because uh, in our Chinese springs, cheese fengju looks exactly <laughs> like a hot pot.
0: <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, fondue isn't an English word. We stole it from French. So, I mean, we're still mm-hmm. using... Uh, we're all just borrowing words from each other. Okay, so huo guo is okay. hot pot. And when I said, I have eaten huo guo, how did you reply?
1: Wow, huo guo hui shang huo.
0: wow. It's another just sort of like wow or expressing surprise or enthusiasm. Just make a sound. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then the second part is huo guo hui shang huo. meaning eat, huo guo. fire pot or hot pot. Hui okay. will. Shang huo. I still don't know how to translate that. Yeah, <laughs> directly, yeah, you
1: just, just, 上火, it's just just make it into English word.
0: 但是上火又上火, so Whoa, if you have hot pot, you're gonna, you're gonna 上火。And mm. I replied, 怎么办? 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 <laughs> This is the, uh, what can we do? How can I fix it? Oh, what can be done? Oh, woe is me, Bun. Um, you're asking for a solution. This is one of the most common phrases that I think I hear is ban." You can use it if your boss, if you say, oh, boss, uh, the shipment is late. We're we're going to be late to our client. The boss will say, ban. How are you going to solve it? You solve it. <laughs> and then you suggested that I
1: 多喝热水吧.
0: 多喝热水吧. Ba making it a suggestion, right? Mm-hmm. So 多喝热水, more drink, warm water. 多喝热水, because 热水 is the solution to literally every problem. <laughs> Anytime anyone says 怎么办 in Chinese, all you have to do is reply, 多喝热水,
1: yeah. and you're good. The answer to the universe and everything.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's do the conversation one more time. And let's just put all of our all of our deep-seated emotions into this and really sell it. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going to do this. It's going to turn into a screenplay. Let's go. We're going to be famous. All right. Let's do it. <laughs>
1: Me, 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 me. Shall we uh, change? Okay.
0: Huh? <laughs> uh, you you, you want to change? <laughs> uh, okay. You want to change? Well, I can change. It's fine.
1: I don't know. Maybe we can we we'll just uh, provide a more example for our listeners.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so you, you take it away. I want to hear your ayo.
1: Okay, let's
0: go. Aio, I'm You're 哇, great, two
1: thumbs up!
0: Well, thank you so much, Ying, for talking to me for so long!
1: It's a great pleasure!
0: That's all the MSG we have for you today. And it was a lot of MSG, so if you don't want to get a headache, ba. Thanks again to Wanying for being such a wonderful guest. Thanks as always to Himalaya for being not only a great place to listen to podcasts, but also a wonderful place to host your podcast for free. Himalaya goes well with a light rosé. A very special thank you this week to Re Shui, mankind's first, last, and only defense against certain death. And last but not least, thank you to you, the listener, for listening. I love it when you listen to this podcast. If you want flashcards or to meet the guests or you want to chat about Chinese slang anytime, anywhere in the WeChat group, at our Twitter or Facebook, just search for Mandarin Slang Guide or send us an email at mandarinslangguide at gmail.com. So thanks again and 再见, 再会, 再聊, bye bye.